Goodness gracious, you just listened to me not only learn how to read in general, but uh, tell the tale of Lisa Leslie's first professional dunk after several dunks on the low in other basketball-related settings. Joining me now to discuss further and vamp and be fantastic, co-host of the... Soon to be Emmy. Are they going to start giving podcast Emmys? Soon, <laughs> maybe. To, soon to be podcast Emmy Award winning co-host of Spinsters, of the fantastic basketball podcast, and she could probably still take you off the dribble. Uh, Jordan Liggins, everybody. Wow, thank you. I can never live up to that intro, but I will try my best. Hey, no, we looked you up. We we know. I don't know where Point Loma <laughs> is, but I but I know they get buckets over there. <laughs> it is in San Diego, and I think that is all you need to know for that <laughs> basketball scene. <laughs> okay, let me ask you something off top. Have you ever seen uh, a woman dunk in a game you were playing in? Ooh, not that I was playing in. No. Okay. I think that is probably my biggest fear is being dunked on in a women's basketball game. Because that is just something that I'm not prepared for. That's not something that you are trained on as a girl growing up, which they should probably start training girls because they're dunking out here. So somebody is about to get dunked on. I've been dunked on at the Sports and Rec, and I can tell you it's sort of like uh, Mortal Kombat a little bit in a way. It's sort of like your soul leaves your body. And yeah. then sort and then shortly returns, but it does go. Is it humbling? Like, do you want to quit immediately, or are you fired up to re- like for revenge? Well, it all it's the five stages of grief at once. But physically, you feel like you remember when Kanye and Lil Pump was in those uh, block those blockus outfits. You remember those little cube? <laughs> yeah. They were like little babies yeah. in like big block suits. That's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, totally understand. You like you guys? You sure you guys don't want to call this game? You don't want to just say they won? <laughs> but no, no one has dunked in a game that I've been in. But I have seen. Uh, like I've witnessed someone dunk in a practice that I was in actually when I was like in sixth grade. Whoa. Yeah. And I was in awe. It was like the first time I've had witnessed it up close and personal. It was Vicky Baugh. She went on to Tennessee playing the WNBA and it was so effortless for her. And especially being so short myself and as a point guard, I knew I could never do that. So it was amazing to see. Why why weren't women dunking more in, in like earlier league? Like you, we didn't see it until the WNBA. That's just generally the rule. But like if you're behind the scenes, everyone knows like the best player in your town might could do it. You know, there's a lot of great female players who are about 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, yeah, I think it, well, 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, well, I don't know. I, look, I don't, like I don't six, know height. Six? <laughs> I don't know how maybe like are. six, 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 seven. But okay. I think it's just not encouraged because even when I saw Vicky dunk, it was so understated and it wasn't like the whole gym went up in arms, which I feel like when guys dunk, especially when they get their first dunk, it's like the celebration. And for women, it's not so much. It's like it's risky. Why would you risk 
you know, the two points, why not just get a guaranteed layup? And that's like the, the conversation, especially back in the day. Um, I think that's changing now, but it wasn't as, as celebratory. True. And I'm guessing, you know, coaches just being uh, uptight in the butt about things. Because I know in boys high school ball, a lot of coaches, especially back, you know, anything, anything pre um, everybody getting off Facebook. So we're talking right. MySpace era and back like coaches were really up their ass and oh, yeah, don't. What are you showing off? It's like, no, this mm-hmm. is like I can do some shit that like nobody else on the court can do. Like, why won't you just let me do it? And but there's always this battle of like it's like, um, I mean, low key. If I was making a Venn diagram, coaches that don't like high school players dunking is on the same side as uh don't kneel on on my flag i'm not i don't want to elaborate further than that but if i was building a venn diagram they would be very closely related okay that's just how i feel that's fine that's a visual aid we can all take that home with us that's great yeah everybody i just i also want adults to um start doing venn diagrams you remember when uh motherfuckers started doing coloring books again yes i do i do venn diagrams i do a lot of pros and cons lists and venn diagrams i think i'm very i'm a visual person and you need that sometimes so you you really painted the picture thank you so much (laughs) oh man Uh, you're you're welcome so much so much equally that idea of what you're saying of like you know you're showing off or stop trying to be the cool kid like if I could dunk I would be dunking at every basket that I came across all the time all the time all day and for women you have to train you have to do those plyometrics you have to like build that and work on that and sometimes if you're not dunking all the time you can lose it and so if it was reverse and we were celebrating this wonderful thing that this tall player and all american can do then she would be getting better at it more confident you know um encouraged to do it then she'd be dunking all the time and same with lisa leslie i don't know if her coaches were encouraging her to do it because it was risky which we all agree hella lame uh gl- <laughs> yes. gl- glad it's changing i feel like for me at least just as a fan Brittany Griner was the change mm-hmm. and and because you know it's as the the league is growing women's college basketball is going nuts she's dunking on people you know yeah. which is the next level and it was just it was super duper awesome Candace Parker came before her though all right Candace did Candace ever dunk on anybody she caught one on a breakaway no yeah, she caught a breakaway, but she dunked in college and she at Tennessee. So she was one of the first to dunk in college and the final four biggest stage. So I think Brittany Griner is kind of the next version of that because she was dunking on people in college. And now, you know, she just dunked last week in the WNBA and makes it look so easy. Um, you know, middle of the play, not only breakaway dunks like Lisa's and Candace Parker's like Brittany Griner is dunking on a out of bounds play. So that's where it's next level. The closest I ever got was one summer. I touched the pad at the bottom of the backboard. <laughs> and I talked about That's I'm talking exciting. about it. I talked about it now. I'm talking about it 15 years later. I think they have a a, a contest for that. 
Like it's not the dunking <laughs> contest, but the touch the, the pad contest. <laughs> the pad touching contest. I would watch that. You could do some reverse touches. You could do a start with your left, finish with the right touch. You could really mix it up. <laughs> Guys, follow my um, follow my locked Twitter to register for the uh, pad touching contest. Gonna be at the Glendale YMCA. Uh, dates to be determined. I would go. I would see that. Typically, who's dunking? So Candace, Candace, I consider a four. I was going. I was just about to say that, like, it's centers mainly as far as like mm-hmm. uh, women dunking. Uh, recently, I saw. Not only was she in high school, she appeared to be a wing player, maybe like a two or three. Alexia Mobley. I hope I'm mm-hmm. not fucking her name up. She's committed to Louisville and she put one down clean running start on the rim. And I'm like, wait a second. They're different. The girl, the young women coming up are different because like we talked about in, you know, in our podcast with Natalie Weiner, she really did the research from trainers and coaches, you know, lowering the rim so that girls can get that confidence and that practice so that they are doing those plyometrics. They're in the weight room. They're they're being encouraged to do it. So it's not surprising that girls in high school and going into college are making it look too easy, like scary easy. Uh, yeah, and it's no different than the, the dudes coming up. We Like, as a guy, mm-hmm. you try to dunk on eight, eight feet when you're like, you know, a grade school. And then if you really are about it, you you get the you get the fucking strength shoes. You remember the yeah. choice in the East Bay catalog? Shout yes. out to my guy Darrell Pirasol. He's like five three. He's a starting point guard at my high school, and he won the dunk contest. He won hoop fest. Had the strength wow. shoes freshman year. He won hoop fest our junior year. So three years of fucking strength shoeing. The ones with the little the thing in the heels. Yes, no, like the thing on the toe, like the thing on the balls of your oh, feet. Those yes. shits. So it's like your feet are on top of um. It's like your feet are on top of one of those little coffee tables that you see in the mall at that furniture store that you would never buy shit in. With the four legs, yes. Yeah. And then they came in your team colors because you had to get all matching shoes. So you had like the purple. See, I was just talking about this with someone and I had the pro models, the ones that came out that you could switch out the Adidas stripes with your team colors. You had that one. Ah! So we were yellow and blue. So one shoe had yellow Yellow, on the outside, one had blue. Yeah, I'm a killer. Oh, man. And then you switch feet for the next game. Oh, I'm a killer. <laughs> Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, more color oh, switch, time. more color switch, uh, little paint swatches from Lowe's. Bring that back. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Which also, it definitely I believe for me begins in women's athletics because I think the uh, cheer squad was the first people with them joints. So the mm-hmm. big ups. I've Yo, I've been looking at the East Bay catalog since 92, okay? Hey, I was a proud subscriber. And um, it was always a circle. What team shoe should we get for the next season? And then the sweat, like the warm ups. Then they had the basketballs and they had like your, you know, the casual shoes. I mean, this is sponsored by East Bay now. But yes, it was great. Yeah. uh, Thank you, East Bay. My email will be posted. Also on my burner, on my Instagram burner account, on the fin, on the finsty, on the on my Douglas Finney Smith Instagram. East Bay is actually sponsoring the pad touching contest. Oh so. shit! Yeah, winner gets there. You go. Winner gets uh, some uh, maroon color snap off warm up pants. <laughs> Of course, they have to be maroon. maroon. <laughs> That's all we had left. That's all we had left in the warehouse was a bunch of maroon ones, uh, and you do have to pay for shipping. Oh, uh, we were talking about get Duncan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, the, what I'm what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding is like the reason more women are dunking in the game. It was literally just the feeling about it around it, not even the player's ability. And that's like, mm-hmm. ah, it's so dumb. Yeah, because if you, I mean, imagine like this stigma of women's basketball players and being like, oh, they're not good enough. And they're just like, actually, I'm really great. I just don't want to. Like, that's a crazy thought to be like, I can dunk on you. I'm just choosing not to today. Like, what a flex. And that is so many women in the WNBA. Like, they probably look at Brittany Griner and they're like, yeah, I can do that. I'm just not today. And that's like, <laughs> that's their MO. And I'm like, hey, that's a flex because you can pull that out whenever you want to and you'll be fine. <laughs> Man, that's how I feel uh, when I'm in New York and I'm on the train. And I see, like, you know, them dudes get on and, like, pretend to walk, like, hang themselves horizontally on the pole and, like, do that thing where they, like, walk up invisible stairs <laughs> sideways. Like, I could do that shit if I if I had a, a, the poles in my house. Yeah, you're just like, I just don't want to right now. Right but now. I can. I'm busy. I'm like, you know, I got, you know, I got, like, eight general meetings with uh, Athletes Foot, East Bay, uh, Famous Footwear. <laughs> but you just don't want to and then you're like i'm also not doing this for free like without my pro models on no thank you absolutely not uh um, the the mcdonald's uh all-american game added the the women's dunk contest i guess a couple years ago probably it was probably a few years ago now i feel Mm -hmm. like i've seen between the legs attempted uh i don't know i'm rambling but i ask you now uh the future of women banging it in the game uh do yeah. you th- where, where where do you do you think it's like um i don't want i don't want hoop mixtape culture 
to fuck up women's basketball because mm-hmm. I feel like it's fucking with boys AAU basketball a lot. Definitely. And I don't want They're that doing to happen. stuff just to get on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want that to yeah. happen. But I want to see it more. I want to see more exposure. Um, I don't know. General thoughts and opinions. Jordan Liggins. I'm talking. <laughs> no, I'm practicing to uh, get McLaughlin group. So I was trying to. Talk oh, to okay. Yeah, okay. 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 Great. Great. But anyway, yeah. Continue. Um, I think it's so interesting because even with like the hoop mixtape culture, and now when we see a woman dunking on our feed, it doesn't shock us as much. You know, I feel like a couple years ago, we were all floored. Like it was shared everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. Look at this woman attempting to dunk or dunking. And I think now women are just, and young women, again, going back to being encouraged, but also just like willing to take those risks. Like before it was just so frowned upon. They're like, you know what? You guys got your cameras out? Like, I'm going to try something. I've been practicing it. I'm going to go for it. And I hope it doesn't turn into, you know, I have to go viral or all of that because we know the women's game. That's not what's going to get you a scholarship. Like, there are plenty of women that can dunk, that don't choose to. It's going to be all about the fundamentals and can you play ball. So that's what it's going to come down to. Now, if you have that on top of your game, that's where it just gets exciting. Like, women's game is already exciting as it is, but it's just taking it to another level and also just showing that we're capable of it. That's what I get excited about. Just being like, look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Look at us. Say it again. Look at us. It's like we are doing it and we can do it just as good as the men can. So I think it's the future is so bright with dunking and girls coming out and wanting to do it and saying record this so I can show you what I'm capable of and that's the future is so bright I can't wait yo yes more dunks more teams uh more coverage more exposure yes uh yes please let me do color commentary for anyone I'm ready to work for anyone. I'll go anywhere. Uh, and uh, I just remember. So you want to you want to talk about flexes? I got John Quill Jones to reply to a tweet of mine, but she, she she flexed on my entire spirit being. So this was like, oh no, what happened? So they had a tough game against Seattle like a couple weeks ago, right? It was like a close one. It was a really good game. And then the next night. I'm a Mystics fan. Oh. So the next night, they beat us in another close game. We give up like a, we blow like a 15 point lead. We were up like 15 in the first half. Blow it. And the day after that, she is on Twitter like, yo, that game we played against Seattle was really good. Is anybody paying attention? Like, this is really good basketball. So then I reply, yo, what about when y'all fucking beat us the next day? What the fuck? And then she goes, honestly, that game was kind of sloppy, LOL. Hit me with the LOL on the on the end. Oh, on the end, all on the lowercase. End. And I took it on the Ooh. chin. To my face, and I was like, "True, oh. yeah, you, you right, <laughs> you, you right." But she though. got to talk to John Quill Jones. She like, did, she did, yeah. And she could definitely dunk on you, like anybody. For sure, she can dunk on anyone, and she just does it. I, she's like, "I'm cool." 
I gotta save my legs for overseas, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I was so hurt, dog. I was so hurt. She's probably recording herself doing a dunk right now with, and then just LOL, all over. Just I try to caption. ask her. I try to ask her. Uh, I try to follow up and ask her if Sydney Weiss was the uh, only white player she'd ever seen wear a headband. I've never seen. Yo, know, white girls don't wear headbands. They usually wear like the pre-wrap as a headband. Oh, okay, have, yeah. you, have you seen that look? Okay. Yeah, I, that's that's pretty popular. All right. <laughs> I, I played school in San Diego. So yeah, my bad. Yeah, excuse me. My fault. <laughs> I just thought, I was just every time I see it, I'm like, this feels, it feels like she's wearing a headband like Quinn Richardson would. And it feels but it's unusual. it's more like Alex Caruso. Especially uh, when she was on the Sparks. They true. were the same person. Oh, we never man. saw them in the same room together. <laughs> that's my theory. <laughs> Well, I think that seems like a pretty good place to cap it. Uh, Jordan Liggins. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, no, thank you for doing it. And, um, yo, let the people know. Are they, if they don't know spinsters, you know, hey, get hip. I'm not going to call you names. Yes. Just figure it out. Uh, but t- anything else, give them the whole, the whole package. Yes, so make sure to subscribe to Spinsters wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Jordan Liggins. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in Rex Specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor, and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. Devin Shepard is our production coordinator and the only one who makes sure we all get on the team bus on time. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time. <laughs>